I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Sometimes moviegoers just want a film to deliver on what it promised. No subverting expectations or unexpected direction changes. We just want a good old-fashioned case of a film doing what it says on the tin. And in response, sometimes Hollywood just wants to mess with us and let us know how foolish and naive we were for having expectations. I'm Amy from What Culture, and I've been duped by Hollywood before. So here are eight movies which refused to give fans what they came for. Eight. Tenet. Reverse time action sequences. Expecting the unexpected is pretty much one of the Ten Commandments to any Nolan fan, but when it came to Tenet, there was absolutely going to be a bit of buzz about the whole time inversion thing. From the mind-blowing trailers to the die-hard use of practical effects, fans of Nolan were given reason to expect an abundance of expertly choreographed sequences involving the reverse time flow playing out in broad action set pieces. Sadly, though, the end result showed showed inversion sequences few and far between. With the exception of a pretty badass fistfight, most of the reverse time flow comes at the behest of unremarkable shootouts and sprinkles of muted movement. The end war sequence is an elaborate battle between two armies flowing in opposite lineal directions, but it's so overblown that audiences aren't really given any inclination of the details of what the hell is actually happening. Instead, one army moonwalks out the battlefield whilst another simultaneously jogs on to finish the job somehow. And we're all left sitting in the audience wondering if this is really what we all got so excited about. 7. Antebellum. Potential supernatural horror. Now, of course we all understand that you want to make trailers as enticing as possible. However, misleading audiences in the promotional period can backfire badly for a film, especially for a film that has little aside from Janelle Monáe's presence actually going for it. In addition to a number of seriously problematic things, in this film, Antebellum received backlash after moviegoers noticed bits of the trailer completely reinterpreted the meaning of real scenes in the film. Parts of the trailer led audiences to expect some kind of extraterrestrial supernatural occurrences, only to find that they had been altered purely for advertising purposes. Where in the trailer it appeared that Veronica teleports or glitches onto the plantation, the film itself showed no such action. The actual shot is just her standing in a field. In another example, Veronica 
Veronica sees a little girl in a hallway. The trailer put a ghostly effect on the shot and it implied some spiritual shenanigans, but once again, in the film there was nothing. What appeared at first to audiences like some kind of light homage to The Shining, which incidentally this film is said to have been partly inspired by, actually just turned out to be another misleading trailer feature. When audiences went in expecting extraterrestrial glitching people and airplanes and ghostly girls in hallways, they were understandably quite miffed when instead they were met with a hundred minutes of gross exploitative violence and not much else. 6. Power Rangers 2017 Supersuited Action The idea for this 2017 reboot wasn't too bad. Planning on using a set of known characters and trying to explore their nuances and character development. But the thing is that audience members also paid to watch a Power Rangers movie and the kids on screen don't get up to a whole lot of rangering until pretty damn late in the film. For most of the film there's an uncomfortable suspicion that the characters are never going to morph into their power armour and kick some Rita Repulsor ass, and instead are just going to go on dealing with their teenage angst whilst peeking around some Krispy Kreme donut shacks. When the Rangers finally do morph, the movie begrudgingly gifts the audience with one martial arts fight scene that's mainly obscured by water anyway. Following this, there's a messy Megazord fight sequence that felt too much like a geriatric Pacific Rim. It's a shame there won't be a sequel, because with the awkwardness of a hero origin story out the way, a second one could have given us more power Ranger action and less Green Day music video material. 5. Transformers 2007 giant robot fights. Moviegoers were quite hopeful back in 2007 when the trailers dropped for Transformers. The world back then didn't know quite how bad the films would get later on down the line, so there were crossed fingers that the feature wouldn't be that bad. Maybe even, dare I say, enjoyable? Essentially, a live-action robot brawl is what audiences came to see, and what they got was not that. Instead, the first hour of the film world builds by showing audiences how badly Shia LaBeouf fancies Megan Fox. Like, yeah, we get it. We all fancy Megan Fox. Anyway, when the transforming robots make their debut on screen, they're just reduced to a cartoonish band of misfits, whose main role is to remain as vehicles and then spring to life when Shia LaBeouf decides he actually has something to say. In addition to this, nearly all the Transformer fights happen in the background of whatever the humans are doing, which obviously is much less interesting. With fight sequences hidden by so many obscure camera angles, and dust clouds, it's like they were trying to censor metal-on-metal -metal violence. As much as the later films try to correct themselves, by that point faith has been lost and fans knew a decent live-action Transformers wouldn't happen in their lifetime. 4. Assassin's Creed Ancient Parkour Action If there's one thing that video game fans and movie critics can agree on, it's that the adaptation of Assassin's Creed sucks. The game wasn't just butchered from a writing perspective, but even with such an easy and fluid source material to adapt, the filmmakers focused their attention on the most boring aspect of the games, the modern-day setting. Fans of Assassin's Creed don't play the games so they can wander around in present day as a generic, bland character. They play them so that you can parkour around ancient cities and get into sword fights with NPC guards. The film does one thing right by distancing itself from the video game narrative and setting its historic side during the Spanish Inquisition with completely new characters. Where it falls apart, though, is that two-thirds of the film takes place in the modern day, with its royal flush of actors playing characters that would have been better suited in the past. The biggest shame is that the failed Assassin's Creed film means that developers 
developers will be afraid to give the games another go out of fear for losing money. The film had one job, and it failed spectacularly at it. 3. Spider-Man 3 – Venom as the main bad guy The Sam Raimi Spider-Man films may not exist in the MCU, or at least not yet, but they certainly laid down some groundwork for superhero films that came after. They were inspired and fun, and had potential to go on further than they lasted, but they weren't without their faults, mainly lingering around the third and final instalment. While Spider-Man 3 has had its share of rotten tomatoes thrown at it for that infamous cringe-inducing dance sequence, an even more unforgivable crime this film committed was the promise of Venom, and the subsequent lack of Venom right up until the film's final act. It was already a pretty bloated film, but marketing and promotional posters showed the black Spider-Man suit and the symbiote attaching itself to Peter Parker, so they had to include it somewhere. After two hours of Sandman and Harry Osborn's proto-goblin, Venom finally made his debut and it was incredibly disappointing. He's not intimidating, not particularly interesting, and and isn't around even nearly long enough to warrant the marketing and teasing revolving around the character. It's completely valid that the Venom stands were upset. 2. The Grey Liam Neeson fighting a wolf if there's one film that springs to mind as being the ultimate letdown, for many people it would be The Grey. It should literally be a crime for The Grey to do what it did. Promotional material, trailers and posters showed a hard-faced Liam Neeson glare down the camera with broken bottles taped to his knuckles like the poor man's Wolverine. Audiences bought in and watched the entire movie waiting for one badass fight scene. And then just as the mighty showdown between man and wolf commenced, it cut to black. Excuse me, where's our fist fight with a wolf? We've seen Neeson fight Batman and rescue his family multiple times. This was obviously the natural next level, and the grey blew its chance. Post-credit sequences be damned too. Audiences didn't want to see the ambiguous after-fight moment with what looked like a triumphant but dying Neeson lying next to the defeated alpha wolf. Like, don't get me wrong, the grey is still an okay film, but when you've sat through 90 minutes of anticipation, you want to see the big dog go up against an even bigger dog. Finally, number one. Godzilla 2014 – Lots of Kaiju Fights If there's one thing the 2014 Godzilla movie did right, it was scale down the number of monsters on screen. With the titular lizard as the anti-hero and two massive unidentified terrestrial organisms, or MUTOs, as the awakened antagonists, audiences new to the Godzilla mythology weren't showered with too many beasts to remember. But much like the Transformers films, Godzilla thought audiences needed a human element to care about and thus the Brody family stepped forward and took that bullet. For a lot of the film, Godzilla and the Mutos are teased with a tail here, a foot there, and a grunt behind some smoke later on. When Godzilla finally makes his seismic presence known to the Mutos, the film cuts away so it can catch audiences up on what the Brody family are up to. However, the one compelling character played by Brian Cranston would die after the first act, and all investment in human characters went with him. Fans of Godzilla paid for monsters on monster carnage, and whilst they did get it in the end, the film didn't deliver on what it committed to. Don't show audiences two colossal creatures roar towards each other, only to cut away to Elizabeth Olsen looking mildly upset. It's not going to work out for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.